0: Hello, beautiful soul sister, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Powered Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Kiger. I'm a trauma-informed master mindset and money coach, as well as a financial expert of over 17 years. I have spent my entire adult life studying the difference between successful and unsuccessful people, and I plan on sharing all of the things with you on this journey together. This podcast is called the Soul Powered Podcast, because it's my desire to share with you how to create a life that is powered by your soul, not by societal standards or what everyone else in your life tells you that you should be doing, but actually powered by your soul. The reason you'd want to do this is because I believe that this is the fastest way to unlock your portal to prosperity and become what I call the wildly wealthy woman. This is the portal that once you enter it, You gain access to the prosperity, abundance, wealth, time freedom, experiences, fulfillment that are your birthright. I don't believe that you came here to build someone else's dreams. I believe you came here to live your soul-powered life and live it to the fullest. And I plan on sharing with you exactly how to do that during our time together. So thank you so much for being here. I know we're going to have so much fun together today. Let's dive in. Okay, Soul Sister, so before we dive into today's episode, I want to share a little preview about what we're going to be chatting about today on the podcast. So this episode is a special episode that is a part of a new series on my channel called the Rebel Queen Spotlight Series. And this is all about spotlighting and bringing on one of the incredible women in my world who's gone through my work, who's embodying the wildly wealthy woman energy, who's walking their lives out as the wildly wealthy woman so that you can see examples of people just like you who are doing this work successfully And they are coming out the other side. And so it's no surprise to those of you who have been in my world for a long time that I would bring on my best friend, my soul sister, my cosmic co-pilot, Victoria Kleinsman, who is a world-renowned eating disorder recovery coach and one of the most amazing human beings that walks the planet today. I believe that wholeheartedly. She is here to share a little bit about her journey of overcoming fear and scarcity and anxiety around money to literally feeling safe in the amount of wealth that she's bringing in, calling in 20K months and beyond, and being able to live a life that she never even dreamed possible for her in the past and when we first met. So I can't wait for you guys to hear her story. I'm going to shut up now so we can dive in. But if you have found value from this episode, once it's all said and done, Please screenshot this episode, share it on social media, tag the both of us, and let us know what you found value from because I know Victoria will want to hear how much her story impacted your life. So let's dive in, Queen. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Powered Podcast. I am like jumping out of my seat excited today as you can see and as you will see throughout this episode because my best friend, my soul sister, my queen, my everything is here with us today again and I could not be more excited. Welcome Victoria, I'm so excited to have you here as always. Thank you Rebecca, those that are watching the video have already seen me like
1: jumping around (laughs) as you've been introducing me. It's an absolute honor and a pleasure As always, to be in your presence, but to be able to share how your work has impacted my
0: life, I'm so excited to go into that. So, thank you for Uh, having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited as well. And, like you said, you'll get to see it. You'll probably hear it in our voices as well if you're listening. So, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. And, really, the intention for today is really just to kind of share okay, what is the power of this journey? Because I talk a lot about becoming the wildly wealthy woman and rising to riches, like, what does it actually mean? And I know that I share a lot about my story and, you know, I'm even being called to dive deeper into my story, sharing on the podcast, sharing on my social media channels. But I would love to have you share a little bit about your journey because I celebrate you every day and you know this, I can't tell you enough how proud of you I am, how excited I am for your journey, how I have always seen this version of you unfolding and now it's here and it's also, you know, just the beginning, right? So I would love to just share and have you share a little bit more about your journey of getting here. And I want to start with, because I know where you are right now, mm-hmm. Um and you are the wildly wealthy woman and you you do magnetize abundance and you do magnetize clients now, like beyond even what I know that you thought was possible before. But let's start with where you were before we met, before you dive, you know, started diving into this, because I really think that if we can start there, that many people might see themselves in your story. And then- start to realize that it's actually possible for them too so can we start there and will you share with us like where were you before you started this journey where were you before we met and where were you before your money mindset journey
1: oh my gosh absolutely so I'm gonna start with what okay so I won't give you a long backstory of my childhood and life around money. That's not important. What is important is before I met you, before I moved to the Netherlands and that's how I met you through my now husband, Wouter, I was the kind of person who was, I was working my passion at the time, which was with horses. So I've ridden horses since I was five and I train horses and all those things. So I, at least I was out of the system in regards to us actually doing what I wanted to do but there wasn't much money in it at all and even when i had my own business buying and selling horses it was very sporadic i would be earning at the most kind of 1800 a month and it was it was always like a swap your hour time for an hour's wage with money even when i had my own business i always worked it out that way because i didn't know there was another way and so hearing someone say something like, oh, I went on a holiday and the holiday cost me 10 grand. I would be like, what the fuck? That is so much money for a holiday. Like, oh, how the other half live. I'd be quite jealous of people that had the money, had the cars to the point where part of my story when I was 19, I met an older man and I was attracted to him. I mean, you could say I was a gold digger, whatever that is probably. But I was attracted to him. One of the reasons was because he had the money, the cars. He had that freedom to be like, oh, let's just go to London. Let's go here. Let's go there. So I was a kind of, I wasn't, you know, working class. I don't even know what these classes are. Probably upper working class, lower middle class as a family. And then when I met Walter, my now husband through you, I remember he said to me what his tax bill was for the year one time. And I nearly died because I was like, his tax bill is more than what I earn in a whole entire year like and I had so much shame around that though like unworthiness shame of being around someone with a lot of money as if I wasn't worthy of that and so before I met you when I moved here to the Netherlands I had no savings I was 30 years old I had no life savings I'd had savings and lost that along the way due to being engaged before buying a house had it like losing the money through that through my choices it was all you know through my choices but I had no savings no job didn't know what I wanted to do didn't have a passion for horses anymore and so I had in the material aspect nothing and then I remember meeting you through Wouter and you know what I'm going to say now crying to you down the phone being like, I've got like 100 euros a month to live on and I'm so upset and oh my God, I had so many blocks. I did not even know that I had them. And so that's where I was before I met you, feeling unworthy of money, feeling it was so out of reach for me. And that that could never be me. I could never earn that amount of money just being me or even working for somebody. And I always traded time for money and i couldn't see any other way and i would just look at you and look at valta and kind of be in awe and a bit jealous of of what you both
0: had so that's mm-hmm. where i was at before yes. we met. and i appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that because i remember these times and i always have seen you in this version of you i share that with you all the time like i think that one of the the favorite my favorite things that i get to do in the world is like see I'm like, I've seen you, you're always, you've always been the wildly wealthy woman and and mm-hmm. help you to really bring that potential out because it's always been there. And it just sometimes takes us like having someone just like me with Mike. I mean, you know, my mentor, right? Not everybody knows Mike. I talk a lot about Mike around <laughs> my mentor around here, but not everyone knows him, but having someone like see more in you than you see in yourself at the time, it can be so, that could be literally life-changing in and of itself to be able to say like, I had no idea this was even possible. And when you start to get glimmers of it and glimpses of it, it's like, oh wait, this, this might be right. So I thank you for sharing all of that because I know that it can be, uh, I know that a lot of people will resonate with where you were. And so in a moment, I want to ask about some of the specific blocks, some of the specific kind of things that you were experiencing in your life in terms of the way that it made you feel and all of that. But I want to talk about where you are now first, because again, I want people to see this is absolutely possible, especially for someone who really never thought that it was right and had no idea of how this was going to play out or if it was going to play out. So can you talk about where you are right now on your journey?
1: I can. So now it still feels like so exciting surreal but also at the same time of course as I'm sharing this I'm you know attracting 20k months being myself with so much time freedom which doesn't make sense to me still so much financial freedom and honestly living a life that I would never have thought could be possible beyond my wildest dreams and I feel actually emotional sharing this because like, what the fuck? Me too. Like, <laughs> um, it's not just the money. It's the worthiness. It's all of it that comes with it. And the fact that I get to share and help women every day due to my schedule and my energy and how I feel and get abundance, financial abundance in return for that is, and you've helped me with the nervous system stuff to not just lose that and spend it and, and throw it all away because, It felt too good to be true. And so now I can book business class flights. I can choose first class. I can buy the most expensive brand of chocolate, the little things and the big things. I go to a restaurant, Rebecca, and I don't even look at the price of the food. (laughs) And I'm like, that is freedom to me. Whereas, you know, if I'm with my mom, she'll go through the whole menu. She'll say how expensive it is or how cheap it is. She'll say she wants that, but it's too expensive. she'll have it anyway and then it's that's always all it's always to do with the cost of it. and I understand if someone has to you know hasn't got the abundance share, you can't just spend if it's not there. but I'm so blessed that I if I want something, I'll just buy it. But so I'm so grateful for all of it. and this is just the beginning and my password without telling every the whole world my actual password with the numbers is I am the wildly wealthy woman. Wow! Oh my God!
0: (laughs) I I was gonna get emotional. Well, I should have known. You know, (laughs) I feel like we 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 talk all the time. We have our bestie chats every week, and I feel like I never think we're I'm gonna cry. I'm like, oh, this is just a chat. Fifty percent of the more than fifty percent of the time, I'm crying because of just realizing that this this is our life and how much of this we manifested together, right? And that's it's just so incredible. So. Thank you for bringing in the intangible things too, because that to me is true wealth. Like when Mm -hmm. I look at my life, it doesn't, it's not about the money that's in the bank. It's never about the money. We always think it's about the money, but it's not actually about the money. Like when you said, I go to a restaurant and I don't have to look at the price, I think that people don't, people who have always had money or always came for money, they might not understand the significance Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. Like, That is so unbelievably powerful. And the literally your whole night, like think about going out on a date night, right? Not thinking of or just going out by yourself. I know you do that a lot too, or going out with friends, not having to look at the menu. Like think about the energy that you're embodying as that version of you. You get to walk into this restaurant, you're not checking your bank balance. I remember doing all of those things. I remember being at the grocery store, right? Like literally. Is my card gonna go through and checking my bank balance and making sure that I have enough money for this? Or like you said, choosing the the cheapest option. Like those are the kinds of things that it's the everyday Mm -hmm. aspects of your life, right? It's also the big things, it's also the vacations, it's also the holidays, (laughs) it's also the the trips and the first class lights and all the things and right it's the little things it's so much more than what i think is portrayed on social media and yeah. that's the kind of conversations that i want to be having and i want to help women with because it's so 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 much more than these glorified lifestyles that i think we see mm-hmm. that people need to portray because that's that's not that's not the full story right it's the way that we feel now around money it's the it's the energy that we get to have. It's the peace and the safety, right? And you brought up the nervous system piece. So let's talk a little bit about, cause this is where I really want to share with people the difference that this can create in their lives. So let's go back to where you were before. How did you feel around money? Like what, what, what did money mean to you back then versus then we'll talk about what it means to you now
1: yeah, so if you'd asked me back then, which of course you did because I've done the work with you, how I felt around money, the words scared, not enough, restricted, um excitement, but then that wasn't the main because excitement because i I would allow myself to go into fantasy like, oh, imagine if I won the lottery which again, I just put it completely outside of any of my doing. It was imagine if some massive luck just came to me and I had all this money, that would be really cool. But day to day, it was, I've been to the supermarket with a calculator on my phone and had to roughly calculate what I'm buying because I didn't have payday till the next day. And I literally had like 20 pounds in my bank account and I didn't want to go in my overdrafts and I'd have to have fees. So living in restraint and my top value is freedom so it's the opposite to who I am anyway but constantly having to be like oh can I afford that oh I can't afford that being told no I can't and that has a massive effect on how you live day to day and I didn't and it links to worthiness for me and obviously with everyone else as well like I didn't ask for what I wanted even at a restaurant like now I will go in And if there's a dessert, let's say this is my standard thing I usually do. If there's like a salted caramel brownie and a cheesecake and I'm like, I don't know which one I'll say to them, can you like create like a dessert with like both things in with some ice cream and some of this sauce and they can, or they can't. And either way is fine. And if not, I'll just buy both and have both desserts. (laughs) But it's allowed me to just ask, speak up more for what I want. Whereas, before that even though I probably could have afforded like a dessert I wouldn't even ask for what I wanted though it's it's kind of so intertwined so long-winded answer but I felt restricted restrained um lack scarcity not enough that those kinds of feelings and of course that's what I was attracting more of
0: duh yeah yeah I think it's it's just amazing to see the journey unfold and how that's so cute that you ordered too (laughs) Two desserts, I love it. So thank you for sharing that. And so what does it, what does money feel like to you now? What does money mean to you now? How does it show up for you now? What kind of relationship do you have with it now? Can we talk about that?
1: Yes. Excitement, abundant, supportive choices. And when I've done, you know, your guidance of money, guidance, meditations and things, money shows up in physical form as my higher self which is really interesting because I do see money as masculine energy because it's a provider. Mm -hmm. But when I see money in a vision, it's the embodiment of my higher self. And so creativity, passion, purpose, because, of course, the more money I make, the more people I can help, the more I can get my name out there. It's just so exciting. And also, I enjoy luxury. I don't don't care for luxury handbags or luxury shoes. That's not my thing. But luxury travel and just having a hotel where, you know, it's just that the five star and the extra service. Like to me, that is just a moment of, oh, this is so delicious. And I'm just going to absorb all of this moment and just so, be so grateful. Mm. So that's how I feel around money now. And I, I love money. Yeah. And I respect money as well. It's not a case of, oh, I have this money now. I'm just going to spend willy nilly and, not actually take a moment to respect it and ask myself, okay, is this an investment or is this a cost? And if it's a cost, that's fine, but what's it going to bring me? Cause I respect money and I love money and I also want it to grow and it will continue to
0: grow. Oh my gosh. I love that. And there's, there's so many points that I want to pull out because I think that when we look at wealth, not everyone again, many people equate it to these luxury things, the jets, the the fancy cars and mansions. And that's, that is wealth. That's mm. absolutely wealth, um, financial wealth. But what I see in spending 17 years, right, in the financial services industry, dealing with people who have more financial wealth than most people will ever be able mm. to comprehend, right? And also knowing that they're miserable, they're unfulfilled. They're not happy. Their family lives are shit. Their health is shit. And they would trade. I literally had someone, he was the, I would say, um, the fin- the most financially wealthy person I've ever met in my life. And he owned a, a massive business. And he was sick and he had a hard time walking. Literally, he told me it's a chore to get out of his bed and to go turn off his alarm clock in the morning. Like, He's in constant pain. And I remember asking him, you know, about his, his health, or it was some something along the lines of, he he said to me, I would trade it all. I would trade every dime of it, right? To, to have health, to be happy, to be fulfilled. He hated his life. And The crazy part is that that's definitely not the only person that I've seen that has a massive amount of wealth that's been like, there's hundreds of stories that I could share. And so I love that you bring up that it's, it's all about choices. It's about how do you want to live your life? Because Mm -hmm. not everyone wants to live their life the same way I believe that wealth brings us choices. You know, you and I don't value the 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 luxury handbags or the shoes. I don't care about those things. It was never important to me. But like you said, I want the the time freedom, right? I want the, the luxurious hotels and the things where it's like, I'm laying here. Same as you. It's like, okay, that's what we decide. But some people might say, I want to go and live off grid. I want to buy mm-hmm. a house in the woods somewhere and sustain my own life and have no, you know, don't want any parts of being a part of the system anymore. Well, that's wealth to them. Yeah. They don't need to have a helicopter to take them into the woods like that. That's their, that's wealth. Right. But you have to have money. You have to have financial wealth to do those kinds of things, but also there's nothing wrong. And I'm not shaming anyone who you have desires. Material wealth is okay. Right. Like it's, it's fine. You can want whatever you want, but don't do things just because other people want them. And I love that you brought up this idea of, I'm trying to think exactly how you said it, but, you were saying that you respect money Mm. and it's am i just making this decision because you know is this my ego that's making this decision do i do i really actually want this and that is where the nervous system regulation comes in because this is now you're in a position where you're not just buying things on impulse right because Mm. you have a dysregulated nervous system and you just want to go and like spend the money there's this saying here in the US, I'm sure it's probably something you've heard before, but um, it talks about how, you know, people will have money that burns a hole in their pocket. Have you ever yeah, heard that? Before? Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. So it's like, okay, as soon as I have money, I want to go and spend it. That is so indicative of a unregulated nervous system, someone who does not feel safe around wealth, someone who doesn't feel worthy enough of holding on to it and creating wealth. So the fact that you can make these decisions and say, okay, this is from this is because I truly want it. Or, you know, maybe I don't want that thing. Maybe that's just my ego or, you know, I would rather have the money in the bank. I'd rather have that money growing. Right. Yeah. So can you touch a little bit on like that decision-making process? Because they think this is something that's completely overlooked and people think that abundance is okay. I'm just going to spend all of the money and it'll come back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. Right. Making decisions from, our higher self versus our ego. um Can you talk about that? I want to. I want to hear a little yeah. bit about how you. Do You've that.
1: helped me about this, obviously, because this is as a outcome of the work we've done together. When I first started to receive more money, I did spend it not on material things, and again, nothing wrong with people who love handbags and shoes, and that I'm all about that if that excites the person. But I would spend it on investments, like investing in myself, which is always great. But that I probably didn't really need or it wasn't aligned at the time and after speaking with you it was because I had a fear that you helped me to bring conscious that if I have more money I'm going to be expected to spend it on people mm. that means I'm gonna to have to buy dinner every time we go out I'm gonna to have to buy this for this person because that's what I was trained to do when I was younger as well. so no wonder unconsciously I didn't want to keep earning more because that would mean I just have to give it give it away more. And so I had that fear of like, well, I don't want to earn more even though I do because then I've got to have to give it away and I don't want to do that either. And so I'm just going to stay in my safe little not enough zone because I don't have to deal with that. So to be able to work through that and share with people if I felt safe sharing, actually the comments you've made, jokingly they were made, you know, like, oh, you know, you've earned this this month, you can buy this. And, you know, from my husband even and from my mom especially, the pressure that I had to then spend it just because I now have it, that was so unsafe to me because it was almost like, what's the point? Because I'm attracting all this and it's going again and it's not even on me. Then I was like, is it selfish to want it to be just on me? And so I had to work through that. But now I see money the same way. It's so funny how both my work and your work align. So with food freedom, yeah, you can eat the brownie just because you can eat the brownie is absolutely fine. But do you want that? How are you going to feel physically after if it either is fine, but taking a moment to build that relationship up with money and with your body. So I see money as a partner in a way as a as a, I see it as my higher self. But when I'm talking like this, I'm in a relationship with money. So if I was in a romantic relationship with money, would it want to sleep with me? would I am I respecting it am I looking at it am I loving it am I appreciating it am I not taking it for granted and so I actually see everything in my life in relationship to self and how I'm treating that and how I feel around that so it's always both and I can spend money and go business class just because I can is that important enough to me to spend the extra two grand or whatever it is compared to standard class? For me, yes, because of the time I'm in the plane for. If I'm going to from Netherlands to Egypt, which is like four hours, is it enough and important enough for me to pay business class? No, I can afford it. But actually, you know, because I respect it and all of that. So it's taking the time from a place of abundance to actually choose what is best for you and where you want to go with money as well. I mean, if I was a multi-billionaire, I probably wouldn't have to think about these
0: things, you know? Yeah. But it's a relationship too. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is something that I talk a lot about inside of like, there's a bonus module that, that I know that we touched on, which is, is it trauma or is it intuition? Right. And is it coming from your highest self? So I love that you bring these things up because It is a relationship. It's respecting. It's like, okay, is this decision coming from fear or is this decision coming from love? Like, is this really the right decision for me? So I love that you bring that up. And I'm so excited about your upcoming trips. I'm not (laughs) going to, not going to share too much on those, but I'm so excited because it is true. It's like, okay, I could do this. And is it in my best interest? And Mm -hmm. is it the right thing? Because I think that, a lot of times in this social media day and age, people are talking about, well, abundance is, you know, you just, you have to go all in and you invest all your money. And it's like, you have to I hear this one a lot. Like you have to charge or you can't, you can't charge what you haven't invested in yourself into a coach. Like mm-hmm. you have to have paid X amount of money for coaching in order to, you know, charge that. And it's like, what are you, t- that's just, you know, in my opinion, um, marketing because the truth is like no you don't right you can call in the kind of money that you want and you don't have to go and then spend it right like you don't have to do that that's not something that we we don't have to do any of these things but when we know the difference between the two voices of the ego and you know our highest self we can then make decisions and say okay i'm going to follow my gut and i love that you brought up because our work is so intertwined And one of the things that I see happening is I am a pattern spotter. Like I'm really good at pattern, like spotting people's patterns um, and then helping them see this. Right. And I know that you are too, because we both do this for each other. And I want to talk about like this kind of light bulb moment that you had, because you are an incredible coach. Like you are one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. And I really just truly believe that you are one of the, if not the best coach in your space, literally. And you are in the food freedom, eating disorder recovery and and body love and and self-confidence space. And so you get to do this now for a living. You've cleared all these blocks away, but let's talk about like, do you remember that conversation that we had where it was like, just take what you've done in this yeah. <laughs> and move it to this. Yeah. So what I'm referencing for those of you who weren't direct, you know, weren't there for the call, of course, which is no one but us. Um, <laughs> it was she had asked Victoria asked the question about how do I okay, so how do I heal this or how it was something along the lines of there was a block and you wanted to heal it, and I'm like just take what you've done around healing your relationship with food your eating disorder and how can you apply those same things to money and I think so many times and you were like oh my god I life like life <laughs> <booming>. oh my <laughs> god, god. <Hello>. life changer <laughs> but I think it's so funny that we don't recognize this unless we have a coach or someone in our lives who can that's the best thing that we've been able to be for each other over these last four years and we haven't shared about our journey that much um maybe we'll get to that but um These last four years have been incredible because we both invested in each other's work and we've been able to mirror back to one another. Okay, can you see where this blind spot is showing up for you? And I want to touch on that because I think that many people feel like, oh, I can do it in this area of life, but I can't do it here. Mm -hmm. And That's why I say like the work that we do, you could literally apply it to any area of life. We just choose to apply, you would choose to apply it in eating disorder recovery, right? And I choose to apply it in money because that's the area that we feel called to do that. But can we talk about that um, and that light bulb moment that you had and kind of what that led you to see in your own life?
1: Yeah, definitely. I remember it so well. It is the align method that you use, which is obviously a signature to you. I use it similar but different without realizing it was similar but different with my own clients around food freedom and it it was I think the biggest light bulb moment was it was to do with a mirror I remember I was, was talking about a mirror and I think I was talking about you know acting as if doing all the body love work being there for yourself and then you were like well you can just do that with your financial relationship and with with money and I was like oh my God, of course I can. And there's also a massive aspect in that of acting as if, and what you did for me and always continue to do is I don't think I set limits for myself until you're like, you're limiting yourself. And you remind me to remove that glass ceiling of potential that I've placed on myself. You remove that completely. And then remind me that any fucking thing is possible. What do you want? And then, you create that space holding me in it as I step into that. So the support's there. If you weren't there and I just got randomly asked the question, I think it will be too vast. It would be too much of a, oh, but I don't want to jump without you being like next to me, jumping with me kind of thing. So you just took away all my limitations and helps me get excited more than scared with the steps that I was taking because there's a lot of action gone into this work, right? you can't just sit on the sofa and change your mindset around it. You've got to take the action. And some of the action, I was like, Oh, holy shit. This is like, I have no money, but then I'm doing this. And then now it's going again. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in that trauma response around money again. And then you supported me through that. And then you take that step and you take the step with me, but you took away all the limitations until, and you act as if until you get proof that your new belief that you want to believe is true for you. And then you just, continue growing from there. And then once you've earned a 20K month, that's like your minimum. Well, of course you can do that again because you've already done it however many times. And so I remember when Mike, was it Mike, you and someone else? KJ, no, JP. the other guy. JP was on the phone on our on our mastermind and he was like, yeah, we'll get you to uh yeah, 4K months, yeah, that's easy in a couple of months. And I was literally like, oh my, f- is this guy serious? Like, He's just talking for 4K months as if it's like hundred pounds. And I was like thinking, there's no way on this. That is way out of my league. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: now 4K months, I'm like, yeah,
0: that's a really small month. Like (laughs) I can't remember the last
1: time I had a 4K (laughs) month.
0: Oh, it's amazing because there is really no difference between a hundred pounds and a four k like, but we believe that there is. Right. And so sometimes like you said, we need each other and to reflect back to you. And for those of you who are listening, like this is the exact journey that you walked me through as it relates to healing my eating disorder and healing my, you know, nervous system around feeling safe in my own body. Right. And that's the power of a coach, right? That's the power of having people in your corner who can point these blind spots out. It's so incredibly powerful because I do remember, you know, this conversation around setting these um, energetic minimums and these minimum amounts of money. And, you know, it's like, because I think you would hit like 18K or something, And then you were like, well, you know, like sometimes I hear people say like, it's a fluke or I don't know Mm -hmm. if I can do that again. It's like, well, what the hell? What's the difference? Like you did it once. Why would you not be able to do it again? It's like just assuming that, okay, so I tied my, I learned how to tie my shoe once, but I'm never going to learn how to do it again. Mm -hmm. What? It makes no sense. Like, of course you could do it again. Why wouldn't you be able to do it again? Like that's what you're an energetic match for. But then what happens is, and especially as it relates to the nervous system, which is something that of course we most of us i believe need to work on because it's not just about calling the money in right it's about holding on to it maintaining it becoming normalizing which is you know the last step in the align method it's it's about normalizing this level of wealth so we know we can call it in again and i think that's like a big part that's missing because what happens is people will have their biggest month ever and then they're like oh you know and then they go back into those scripts like you said and the body doesn't feel safe around it because as you know with the nervous system anything that is unfamiliar to the nervous system is automatically deemed as unsafe and so it's like oh that's too much abundance or it's too much wealth and like i don't know how i would recreate it right and now you're like blowing past these numbers and it's just so cool to watch because you're like yeah 20k is like just totally normal
1: (laughs) Well, you've helped me to become, and I say the word become like that, because in my mind, I've got like a capital B and an E. I've had to be the type of woman, the wealthy woman who has 20K months, like it's nothing. And so it's more than, obviously, as you talk about, it's more than just attracting wealth. It's being that woman who is wealthy, who is at her core, that, that woman. And then when you change your being and your identity and who you are and your energy and your worthiness, when you know that you're actually worthy of living that life, that was a big thing for me. Then of course it keeps happening. And then you just increase. And then you raise your financial thermostat and worthiness thermostat, and then do the nervous system stuff to keep yourself at the raised thermostat and then enjoy that. And then, and then you just keep going, but you have to be a different woman every time you step up and that is never comfortable but it kind of gets really exciting as you continue being a different woman because you can't be what you've always been and get something different and you taught me that so you've always gone first as well so when you used to share with me you know I've hired a housekeeper and I've hired a VA and I've hired an assistant and I'm like I want that and I'm like wait why can't I have that and then you're like well you can have that and I invite you to do that and I'm like oh no no I can't do that (laughs) and then you've gone first and been the example which obviously a true mentor and coach should do anyway and shown me that it's possible because I couldn't have done this without our work because I was still trading time for money thinking Ten thousand on a holiday is ridiculously expensive, and there must be a millionaire to spend that much money on a holiday. Being jealous of anyone who did stuff that I wanted to do, and then look where I am now.
0: Mm. So thank you. Of course. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I would do it a thousand times over because this is this is absolutely the gift that I believe that I was sent here to do. Right, and same as you, like you've done so much. You've given me so much as well, like, and it's not a tit for tat. It's not that, but it's, it's just knowing that we have the ability to help one another with these kinds of things. And this is what we're here to do in the world. You know, yeah. this is a special gift. And this is also why we're talking about this, because I know there's many people out there who are listening, who sometimes we don't recognize the power of the work that we do. I know for a lot of times there's been conversations, the the most pivotal conversations that You bring up a lot that were so helpful for you were not even when I felt like I was in coach mode or something, you know, it was always just like, yeah, like, of course that would happen. It's just the way that I speak. It's just my energy. It's just who I am. And I know it's the same with you. And it's just like, for those of you who are coaching, for those of you who are out here doing this work in the world, knowing that just who you are is enough, right? Like knowing that what it is that you are an expert in your energy The fact that you were called to do this work in the world is enough. It's enough. And so as you can become, become that wildly wealthy woman and start to overcome that unworthiness and start to really step into that Mm. belief and that confidence in yourself, that is what allows for you to then know that it's enough. And when you know that it's enough, once you know that it's enough, it's like, oh, boy, over.
1: (laughs) Game over.
0: Bye-bye. Go. Bye. Now it's like, shoot, because you send a massive sign to the universe, you are mm-hmm. declaring. And when you declare and you decide, you know, the word decision means to cut off all other op- options, right? We know this. And so when you decide that, and I want to talk about this here in a second, because I know that people will likely say, okay, well, it's easy for you to be the wildly wealthy woman now because you have all this money and you have, you know, income. So I want to talk about what it means to be the wildly wealthy woman and embody this version of you before, because we all had to do that before it ever showed up in our reality. Right. So, and let's, let's go there. Let's go there. So let's talk about what that looks like before you get there. How do you actually become the wildly wealthy woman before it shows up in your reality? And what were some of the things that you were doing well before this ever came into your physical world?
1: Yeah, great question. Because so many people say, don't they? Well, you know, I'm supposed to be abundant and acting as if I'm abundant. But how can I book a holiday when I've got no money in the bank account? And how can I not focus on a lack when it's physically not there to spend? And I had the same questions that you obviously guided me through. So for me, it started off small, and it started off with with a- actions I'm going to share with you and also visualizations. So when I mentioned before, but I was blocking myself with all the money blocks, when I mentioned before that I would allow myself to visualize winning the lottery, I swapped that vision to, you know, through your guided meditations and things as well. What if I if anything were possible? Just let's play make believe let's just completely be in fantasy right now. If anything were possible, what would I create? Not what would I be given with a lottery win, like what would I create and how would I be living my life. So I would spend 10 minutes a day in a closed eye process and imagining the holidays I would go on the fucking and I say swearing that because it's the first time I bought business class, the fucking business class I'd be flying on, which would was a distant dream the first class trains I'd be sat in, the dining I'd be eating. Like I would just allow myself to be a child and play make-believe and imagine all these things already happening now with no pressure to try and make it happen, with no pressure of the how, just allowing myself to be a child again and use our strongest sense, which is our imagination and our intuition for guidance. So that's a big one, daily focusing on that. The second thing is being grateful. We say this a lot, but it's really key. Being grateful for what you actually have now. So, you know, I've spoke about my story. I've not been in poverty. I've always had food on the table. I've always been blessed to have a holiday every year since I was a child. I had a lot and still have a lot and always will have a lot to be grateful for. So, yes, we. At the back in the day, I might not have been able to afford to go on holiday when I went to, wanted to or go to England to see my family if I didn't earn enough money yet but i could be grateful for the roof i had and the food i had and the vow to support and your support there's so much to be grateful for that increases your vibration anyway the third thing some action steps around money and spending so i would go to the supermarket and let's say chocolate is always one option that i use instead of like buying the cheaper chocolate because it was cheaper and i could get more for the same money i would tune into my higher self and be like sweetheart what do you want Imagine if you had all the money in the world because we're talking chocolate, not a bloody car. <laughs> what would you choose? So I would start to treat myself to the luxurious brands of chocolate that you know a bar might cost like six euros instead of like one euro. So I would start there, and I'd be so grateful, and uh, and then I'd like really be mindful with the luxury that you know, the luxury of that chocolate bar, the luxury of if I did upgrade, I'd look at a train ticket because I'm always traveling somewhere. And I would look at, right, standard fare is, let's say, 25 euro. First class is 37 euro. And I'd sit there and i think, you know what? I'm going to choose first class because it's not a massive difference, but it's the action I'm taking because I deserve it and I want to experience that. So you start off with the little things, as well as being grateful, as well as going to your visualization every day, as well as taking the action steps that are scary, jump in the net will appear. And before you know it, you're like, oh yeah, 4K months are my new normal. Oh yeah, 10K months are my new normal. Like, holy shit, Rebecca. Like, I need to send you a screenshot of my, my 20K month. And you just end up where you are. And this is only the beginning. Yeah. I don't have a vision to help to have a huge company where people are all under me. I know you have other ideas about that, and maybe I will because we spoke about that before, but I have a vision that's bigger than this one now. And it's going to involve attracting more money and I'm worthy of that I'm ready to receive that but what's important to me also is a lifestyle with time freedom so I went off on a tangent there Rebecca I
0: don't even know what the question was no I it was perfect it was everything and the question was how do you embody the wildly wealthy woman and you shared exactly what it is and it is it's those little things so if you're listening now and you're like I don't know where to get started I don't know how to do this it is the little things, right? It's the small things, and I talk about this inside of. I have a process around this. You remember, like the embody you process, the big yes. you. Yes, this is, it's it's really so. This is available inside of one of my free trainings, as a matter of fact, and I'm going to make that training paid. I've just made that yeah. Visit. You
1: should you um, give so much value away for free. It's insane.
0: <laughs> thank you. <And> so <laughs> while that training, it's called "How to Rise to Riches Using the Align Method," is. Free. You might want to snag it because I am going to make it um, paid, but this is a process called the embody you process as well, what you're talking about too. And now you just, you know, obviously you're using this and sometimes we can just make these processes, um, down into like a couple minutes. Like we, we start to embody this. So it's no longer having to sit down and write out all these visions and how would I show up and all that stuff. Like now it's just, it starts to get quicker. And I think that's the beautiful part of this journey, right? you see with your clients as well, like when you embody it, you take it from knowledge and you turn it into wisdom. Now it's like, you know, it. it's that light bulb moment that we talk about. It's no longer just something that, you know, it's now who you are. And that's the process that you've walked is like, now it's, I could do this in my sleep. Whereas before, yes, it was a learning curve, just like anything, right? Just like as I was learning, I remember calling you and having (laughs) issues and meltdowns and things when I'm on the beach and I'm like, I don't know how to accept my body. I know you tell me I should, but now it's like, I just look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, cool. Like I love me. It's no big deal. And that by the way, is massive, massive growth as well. Like, but I couldn't have done any of that without you. So I just want to mirror back, like, This is the process, right? That we walk as we are stepping into these new identities and Mm -hmm. becoming this new version of us. And it doesn't, it's not a, because I have people that will say, well, it's easy for you to say. And it's like, I'll tell you right now. If you have, if I have a couple, you know, hours to tell you my whole story, I promise you'll see that it wasn't easy for me. And I had to embody it first. And it's the same for you. There's levels to this, there's layers to this, Mm -hmm. right? So, I love that you bring that up because it's all a process now where it's like, yeah, I just envision it. <laughs> I see it. I accept and it's it's wonderful because now this is just who you are. And so the faster that we get at this, the and the the less that we have in the way in terms of energetic blockages, the faster it starts to show up in our lives. And now it's just like, well, of course I can do it. Of course I can do it. It's not a question. Why the hell wouldn't I? I'd done it before. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. I be able to do it now? So I love that you bring that up and I love watching you get do this, right? And I love being in your world to be able to see how much, because really what it is that you're creating, it's not about the money like we talk about, the money is a direct reflection of how much impact you're making in the world and hearing testimonials and hearing your clients and seeing how people are literally coming out of your coaching. And they're like, I want to be a coach because my life just transformed in the last three months or six months or whatever it is. And now I want to go help other people with this, Like the ripple effect of what it is that you're doing in the world. I get emotional thinking about that. I'm not going to cry again, but (laughs) the truth is that that is the reason that you're doing what you're doing that is why it's such a you know again the it's it's a direct reflection the money is a direct refl- reflection of that and there was a quote um by jim rohn who was a um a famous like motivational speaker and he I says i love him
1: so funny i
0: love him oh my god i'm obsessed with him <laughs> when well, he's passed away but um you can still find him on youtube and he talks about he's quoted saying like that the, if you, okay, now I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact quote, but it's, if you help enough other people get what they want, you will always get what you want.
1: Mm.
0: And it's taking that pressure that, yeah you know, us sending the, placing the order with the universe. Here's what I want through the visualization. Here's what I want to create. I'm playing with this imaginary situation. This is what I want. And now the universe knows what you want. And then showing up in the action, right? And 99% of the time, it's by helping other people get what they want, no matter what it is that you're doing. It doesn't matter what your business is. It doesn't matter what kind of coaching or mentoring, or even if you're a cashier, like my daughter's 17, she's helping people get what they want in the grocery store. Like that's what she's doing, you know, and she's, she's providing a, um, a smile on someone's face when they come by in a world full of people who, you know, don't, don't smile. Right. So we're giving, um, we're giving people what they want. You give enough people what they want, help enough other people get what they want. You're always going to get what you want. And that's Feed what Being
1: service. Yeah. How can I serve today? And obviously, as you and I both know, part of the transformation, this is your quote, is in the transaction- And so as I've grown with you and your work and as my worthiness is, I want to say my worthiness has expanded. It has, but I've just remembered how worthy I am because we're already innately worthy. We just forget and we have blocks in the way. So it's not like I've learned how to be worthy. We already fucking are. We just remember. And so with that, of course, my prices have increased. I remember starting off coaching like... The first, first of all, I coach people for free, like I think two to three people for free to get testimonials and to prove to myself that, you know, I think that's really important. You've got to start somewhere. And then over time, like my first ever paid client, it was three months, so 12 weeks, weekly coaching, unlimited WhatsApp, all the program. I think it was like 800 euros (laughs) for like three months. And now it's like minimum four grand, and that's the one-to-one and then it, it expands depending on a sliding scale of how much the client's net worth is. But as I've been able to raise my prices, I've also been able to extend my product suite and make it, my work accessible for those that don't have that kind of money. So I've got group coaching, I've got an online program, I've got a membership. So I wouldn't be able to have done that and served even more people if I wasn't charging more money and having that investment and energy exchange in a higher level as I've continued to grow. And people, this is one of your quotes, again, people pay attention to what they pay for. I've had a client before I raised my prices, pay the full price for three months coaching up front. Don't do the program, don't really show up. And I'm not saying everyone's like that, of course, but this client was extremely wealthy. And she didn't value it because it wasn't a a stretch for her so that's when I introduced a a different mechanism in my business so as we grow we encourage our clients to grow and it's just such a huge ripple effect which is never going to stop but we're being of service first the money is just a bonus an outcome of being of service and okay let me rephrase that and I'll be quiet being of service and knowing your worth because someone can be of service and give stuff away for free all the time and burn themselves out and just give, 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 give and help people. But when you're of service and you value your value, it's
0: a game changer. Oh, my God. It's like mic drop right there. I love it. <laughs> and I never want you to be quiet, by the way. So <laughs> you don't <ever> that. <laughs> So as we're kind of wrapping up, there's a couple more questions that I have for you because I really want to, I mean, you've been through all of my work. I want to say that we met at the very beginning stages of my business. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I met you through becoming a certified high performance coach. And that was like the beginning stages of my business, which I don't even use that certification anymore. I came up with my own and through the Mm -hmm. aligned method and whatnot, but, um, you've pretty much been a part of all of my programs and even working together in a one-to-one capacity and same with you like we've literally been with each other every step of the way and every evolution that we've had so you've been in the money mindset mastery program you've been in the um soul powered portal bundle we work together in all like all the different trainings in a one-to-one capacity so you know my work deeply probably more so than anyone else because you've been here from the beginning I would say definitely more so than anyone else even like my husband which is funny <laughs> we share so much with each other. So what would your advice be? Even this new rendition. Okay. Because those of you who are listening, you know, that I have recently shifted the way that I'm doing things and I'm actually going deeper and into a more intimate type of container into my rise to riches experience, which I am so effing lit up about. And you are in there too, which is so exciting. So of course I am. I would love for you to share what advice would you give to someone who might be on the cusp of diving into one of my containers, working with me in any capacity? What would you say to someone who's maybe on the fence about that?
1: The first question I would say quite bluntly with love is what are you waiting for? (laughs) Because if you're waiting to be ready, if you're waiting to have enough money to then invest, which I get, if you physically are not gonna be able to eat or pay your mortgage, there's a difference, right? But if it's a case of like making it fucking work because I've had to just make it work and that's when the huge growth comes, what are you waiting for? Because Rebecca has every single thing you will ever need. I mean, listen to my story. We're only just getting started. Like, and the life I live now, if I die tomorrow, so we do not actually die, but if I left my physical body tomorrow, there's not there's nothing that I would would regret because I'm on the path where I want to be. And so Rebecca's trainings, mentorship, just being in Rebecca's world, energy trainings is life changing. It's not just a training. Cause I've been in money trainings before. And I've been like, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, get it, get it, get it. And then nothing's really changed but having someone hold your hand and create that vision for you and really work on it, because even in your programs, you're very much kind of one-to-one, like you're not just a trainer, you're more than that. And that's, in my opinion, what's really important. That's what both you and I have with our clients. We really care about every single individual person and I feel that and that's a whole nother world. And so what are you waiting for the only thing I would say is probably you have a fear of your greatness because I did without realizing it so like I said I was finding it easier to stay small because it was my comfort zone and then you know you don't know you don't know the unknown and what if what if but if you're ready and willing to be open to receiving the abundance that you've always wanted then what are you waiting for? (laughs)
0: <laughs> come and join us I say yes.
1: every program of Rebecca's anyway
0: <laughs> same yeah we'll always be a part of each other's work <laughs> and thank you for bringing that up and I I love that I, I really do appreciate that and I think th- that so many of us have this fear of our greatness because mm. it's easier it's more comfortable to stay small uh but the thing is that that's our nervous system keeping us stuck. I have a masterclass coming up um, that is a bonus inside of the Rise to Riches program that is all around how to reset your financial thermostat. And that's the truth is your your nervous system, your unconscious mind, this is for another episode, but the truth is it doesn't want you to succeed. <laughs> it doesn't want you, to, it wants to keep you safe. I mean, that's the reality of it. It just, it wants to help you to survive and that's it. And so anything above and beyond that it's going to be difficult, you know, I mean, you and I have both been through this work. Um, I did come from poverty, like the the amount of shifts that we have to make, it can be difficult to do on your own. And what I've noticed in our industry is a lot of money mentors, a lot of coaches that are teaching manifestation and money, you know, the industry is kind of calling us to move further away from our clients, right? Which is, Mm what I was being taught over the last couple of years, which was totally not in alignment with where I am now and not in alignment with where my soul wants to be. But I do know that a lot of people are moving in the direction of, okay, you can buy my courses. You can be in my world, but you're going to have no access to me. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have the support. You're not going to have the help. And that's just the opposite of what I believe both of our souls have called us to do. And so that is what makes us unique. That is what makes us different. And, um, I, I love being in the worlds of my clients. It's it's so it's so incongruency. It's in incongruency with me for to me not to do that right. And so um, I think that's why there was a little bit of disconnect there for a while, because we don't have to follow what the crowd is saying, right? We need to follow what our soul is saying. And so I appreciate you saying that. And last question that I have for you is, what would you say to someone who, you know, maybe they are feeling that fear? They they have a lot of self-doubt a lot of unworthiness things that are coming up Um, they don't think that it's possible for them to get where you are what would you say to them uh, at this point in time
1: I would say again with love and bluntness why are you so special that you're different and I say this with my eating disorder clients too I know how you feel because if I was listening to this episode six years ago I would be like yeah, well, I couldn't do that because of what all the limiting beliefs would come up. But why are you so special and different that this wouldn't work for you? Because it's not like this magical, well, it is magical, but all you have to do is show up for yourself and stretch yourself. Like if it's easy for you to pay the investment, ask Rebecca for only one-to-one because you need to be stretched. That's number one, make it work. Do what Rebecca says and you will literally get the results that I have and more. Like it can't be more simple. It's not some kind of, yeah, some people do, some people don't. You've got to have the personality of Victoria because I'm. she's confident and bold. Ha, yeah, I'm confident in general as a person. But how do you think I've got to this level through investing in myself, doing exactly what Rebecca said to me, even when I was like, oh, fuck off, really? And you were like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, OK, whatever, I'm just going to do it. And doing what she says with that support, it you will literally get where you want to be. It's There's no missing link here. Mm. So again, it comes down to if you're ready to truly live the life you desire. I know that sounds too good to be true, but this is the truth. Then, then take that step and do it because otherwise, where are you going to be in six months time, a yeah. year's time? You could die tomorrow. I mean, God forbid none of us do, but who knows? Just do it. It's possible. It is so freaking possible. I never thought it would possible for me. And sometimes if I really sat with it, I would just cry with gratitude because remember when I sent you that video the other week, I laugh and it just turned into like an ugly cry. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was so grateful for what I've created. And it's almost yeah I have to pinch myself but it's true and it's possible for every single person mm.
0: so thank you so much for sharing that and you are so right this is universal law guys I heard um there yeah. was a channel that was speaking the other day that Bashar that I always send you his videos and <clears throat> someone had asked a similar question and I'll and I'll end on this that they he said you know this is universal law you can choose to accept it or not I don't know what you think may, and he's very blunt by the way and you know, maybe this isn't the way that I would say things, but he said, what makes you so special? Like, what do you think, you know, you, you just, you're the only exception to universal law. Like (laughs) if you want to believe that, then you can be the exception, but this is all a journey that we've had to walk. I mean, every single one of us has had this, not this, not having this belief in ourselves. Right. So it's, it's something that we can cultivate together. I don't expect people to come into my world and just know how to navigate all of this. You wouldn't need me if you did, right? but it is possible because it's universal law. And I teach a lot of universal law, right? It's neuroscience. It's stuff that is like, it's law. It, it, it is what it is. It's just the way that it works. And we can choose to believe it, right? But it's our beliefs that shape our reality and not the other way around. So if you want to choose that, you it's like, hey, you either believe that you can or you believe that you can't. And either way, you're right. And that's the truth. And that's mm-hmm. how we get to live our lives. So you know, Victoria and I will be doing, um, a lot of things together. If you, (laughs) I'm so excited to, you know, we're not going to talk about any of that right now, but we have a lot of incredible things that are coming up. If you want to be in the rise to riches container, join us. Victoria is there, right. Come into our, come into my world, be a part of this and continue to follow this journey. And if you guys want to learn more about Victoria and what she does in the world, please give her a follow. I will ask you to just share really quickly, um, where can people find you if they want to follow your journey and kind of see what it is that you're doing in the world? Cause I know that you've been on this show before and you'll be on here again. This won't be the <laughs> last time, but you know, if somebody wants to just see what it is that you're doing and how incredible of a life that you've built and how you're helping your clients and, you know, share with them where they can find you so that they can connect with you as well.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. It's easy, simple and easy, victoriaclinesman.com. And from there, there's my Instagram, my Facebook, my TikTok. LinkedIn don't go on there because I do nothing on LinkedIn but all the all the links at the bottom of my my website VictoriaClansman.com. my podcast also is on there the body love binge and I want to lead them with a quote which was a big one that I used to say to myself so I'll say it in the first person because I used to say this to myself the more me I am the more money I make Mm. so the best way to love yourself is to be yourself
0: wow That's incredible. Mic drop. (laughs) Thank you so much, Victoria, for being here. Guys, check her out. Of course, she's so incredible and get to know her a little bit because like I said she's going to be back in my world we're going to put a little teaser out there there are more things that we will be doing together in the future and if you love this episode you love to hear her journey you will love following her on social you'll love connecting with her shoot her a dm let her know how inspiring her story has been because I'm sure that she would be so grateful to do that so thank you so much Victoria I love you so much and guys we'll catch you in the next episode bye bye Soul Sister, thank you so much for tuning in to this entire episode today. If you enjoyed this episode, would you do me a favor and leave a quick review? This allows me to reach more people. And if you found value, I know others in your life will too. Also, be sure to share this episode on social media along with your biggest takeaways so I know what resonates most with you and I can keep the good stuff coming. And if you're looking to dive into a deeper connection than this podcast will allow, consider checking out my Rise to Riches experience in the show notes below. I would love to hear how these messages have helped you take one step closer to living your soul-powered life and becoming the Wildly Wealthy Woman. Sis, let's continue to rise together. I'll see you next time. Bye.